babies to talk about low downs like a Welcome to Nasty Nation, I'm your host, Chug Nasty, and uh, on this episode we'll be discussing uh, many different topics, uh, one being the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, the Super Bowl halftime special, uh, the new show Bel Air, as well as many other things. So stay tuned, and uh, I'll be back in just a second. Well, here we are again. Welcome back to the Nation of Nasty. It's been a minute. It's been a little bit. Like always, and I know I say it a bunch, but shit got crazy. Um, there were many times in the past month, two months, where I was planning on doing a few shows, uh, a few episodes. Um, fell through. Just fell through. I haven't done much graveyard talk either, obviously, um, but uh, that'll be changing here soon. And I was like, you know, I've got a lot of things going on and a lot of things I want to talk about. So I was like, why the fuck not do an Astination episode this fine evening? So here we are. Um, first thing I'd like to touch down on, touch base on, whatever the fuck you want to say. Um... As you know, this is not my only podcast. I do Graveyard Talk with Whitman, as well as I'm one of the hosts of uh, Tell Us in the Podcast last 2G1C, um, and I'm on, recently, I'm, I'm part of another podcast called uh, Them Video Store Clerks, um, where myself and, and a few other guys, we talk like like we're just a bunch of guys chilling at a, at a video store, uh, which was a thing back in the day for you that weren't old enough to to know how this works. But you used to be able to go into stores and rent movies. Isn't that crazy? Uh, we didn't have all that fancy technology you kids have these days. 
no. Uh, I miss the I, I miss the uh, I miss the video stores. So that's what we do. We talk about different movies, and it gets crazy. And it's it's pretty funny, and it goes it gets a little off the wall sometimes. So what can you do? Uh, but on tales from the podcast slash two G one C, we got something really cool going on. Uh, the last few months, we've been working on uh, a comic book, uh, Tales of Shock and Terror. Um, it's a it's a throwback to the old EC comic days, you know, Vault of Horror, Tales from the Crypt, and all that shit. Um, three mm-hmm. stories. Uh, one story uh, that I wrote. One story that uh, Ron Pertee wrote. One story that uh, JB Justin Bustle. Um, wrote uh and artwork done uh by our friend drew morland oh fuck sorry drew if you're listening to this i totally forgot your last name i'm horrible about that shit forgive me uh she's been kicking ass on that shit for for the record um the this comic book looks awesome um she has done everything by hand um you know like she's not using fucking computers and shit folks she uh she's been working her ass off and working her fucking hands off to, to make this comic what it needs to be. And she's doing an awesome fucking job. Um, but, uh, we did, we started the Kickstarter today. Um, and we've already raised a nice bit of, a bit of money for it. Uh, we're really excited about it. We're hoping it does well. Um, so, uh, so we can do more. So we have the, the motivation and the reason to do more. Uh, this is a passion project. Um, first and foremost, but if it does well, it would be a lot of fun to have some more of these put out because we're really excited about it. Um, being an old school horror writer and ever being published, this is my first time officially being published. And so it's a big fucking deal. Um, the stories are good. They're they're They go from gory to psychological to a uh, uh, creature. Um, different it's weird it, it's it's uh it's strange going from writing the normal way of writing stories and stuff to writing for a comic book because writing for a comic book you have to um you know you have to write like panel one panel two you know the the action words you know and all that shit and it, it took a minute for me to, to to get used to it and you know but once i got the hang of it i think i did okay uh the comic seems like it's 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 coming along great it's just about fucking done um, and we'll be getting it out here real fucking soon. So I'll go ahead and throw this out there. If you, uh, if you want to know more about the comic book, go to, uh, tell us in the podcast slash two G one C, go to our Facebook page. Uh, you'll see all the information on there. Uh, you'll see the stuff that I'm going to be posting on the nasty nation, um, page, uh, the graveyard talk page. Once I made administrator again on it, I had some issues with my Facebook. I told Whitman to take me off as administrator in case I got hacked. Um, and he hasn't added me yet. Um, it's got me worried. No, I just know him. He doesn't get on Facebook that much. Um, but, uh, I'll be posting this shit everywhere, but go, go, go to the tell us in the podcast last two G one C Facebook and check out all the info you can. The Kickstarter has got all kinds of cool shit, uh, that you can get for donating, um, uh, money for the cause to help us get, uh, you know, get get Drew paid for all her her services to get copies made to get everything that we need uh, to get this book out there to people. It's going to be fun. It, 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 I think people are going to like it. It's going to be it's going to be cool uh, to see the reactions people have. Um, so 
you know, if you know anybody that, that's into horror, um, that likes horror comics, especially the old school EC comics, uh, you should definitely check this out and definitely uh, spread the word to them, please. Um, it would mean a lot to uh, myself, Ron, and uh, Drew, and uh, JB. Uh, but yeah, Tales of Shock and Terror. So I wanted to wanted to go ahead and get that uh, get that to your ear holes. <laughs> um, all right. So as you may know, Graveyard Talk, we talk about horror. Um, Nasty Nation, I talk about really anything. And sometimes I'm interviewing people, which I haven't done in a while, which I need to do again. Uh, things have just been so crazy. I had COVID there for a little while. Um, mentally, I've been kind of back and forth. Uh, just a lot of, lot of stress going on. A lot of fucking stress that, uh, that I just, uh, yeah, makes my head want to explode, to say the least. Uh, but we won't get into all that shit. So it's just been nuts, but I, uh, I uh, you know, you know how I am on here. Um, I rant and rave. I interview bands. I do shit like that. Um, tonight's a little bit of everything. I'm trying to throw different uh, categories and whatnot uh, in the mix of things. Um, let's begin, shall we? Now that we got the got the that out of the way. Um, oh, also, I can't. I, I got a I got a bad track here real quick since I'm getting things out of the way when it comes to. Uh, uh, plug and shit. Uh, my band, Bastard Sons of a Judas Goat, has a couple of shows coming up. Uh, you can go to our our Facebook page, check out the dates on that. But we're gonna be playing uh, in uh, New Haven, Indiana, uh, with our, our our bros in the band Artwork for the Blonde at a place called Carl's. I think. Uh, go to our Facebook page and check out what date that is because I I I keep getting them mixed up. Um, and then we're playing uh, with our buddies in Bat Wizard, who we played with when we uh, we both opened up for Pentagram. Um, great fucking band. Been wanting to play with them for a while. We're playing the Metal Monday once again uh, at Highlands Tap Room in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, so go to our page and check that out. There's a pretty cool uh, 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 flyer that's been made up for that shit too. Um, which also got to throw out there that there's, there's a show coming up here soon. A uh, band called Stone Cutters, a band called Ohm and, and Bat Wizard are playing at Headliners in Kentucky. Uh, you should definitely go check that out because Stone Cutters is back, baby. Uh, Brian Omer, uh, the original vocalist, guitar player, uh, he stepped he he stepped down for a little while and some shit got kind of fucked up and Stone Cutters became something that wasn't Stone Cutters and uh, I, I frankly didn't really care much for it um, and I missed the uh, the old school sound. Um, but Stone Cutters are back. Um, and, uh, my buddy Jace from, uh, the band, uh, she and the band crown of serpents, uh, he's playing bass for him right now. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's going to, it's, it's, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to get Brian on here actually, uh, for an interview, um, here soon so he can talk about the, uh, the triumphant re- return, if I'm saying that correctly, uh, of stone cutters. So. Want to get that out of the way. So let's let's talk about something here recently that happened. Um, we're going to go with... Yeah, we'll go with this one. Okay. So I didn't watch the Super Bowl. I'm not a sports guy. I haven't been a sports guy for, well, ever in my life. I've never really been a thing. I mean, I used to play football with some of my friends and shit in the backyard at their houses and shit. And even then, I didn't want to do it. But they fucking picked on me until I did it. 
Um, I wasn't really terrible at it. I just don't like people yelling at me. It pisses me off. Um, but I'm not a big fan. Um, if I've got some friends getting together or doing something and we got some brews in us and we're chilling out and then, you know, then maybe, yeah, sure. I'll put the fucking Super Bowl on or put a game on, whatever. It just depends on what's going on. I've just never been that guy. Um, but and I had no idea what the fucking, uh, halftime show was going to be. It's always something poppy and, and just, yay, it's Britney Spears again or NSYNC or, Kanye West or whoever the fucking motherfucker, Miley Cyrus, Lady Gaga, like whoever the fuck, you know, because when I think Super Bowl and I think hardcore sports, I think of Lady Gaga and Miley Cyrus and NSYNC. No, I don't. It's fucking stupid. Um, I've always said that the thing that would make more sense than anything with the halftime show is that they had somebody like Metallica playing. Because um, I think, you know, heavy metal, hard rock, you know what I mean? Um, Slayer would have been cool. You know, there's a lot of different... I mean, I know that, like, not everybody that, that watches football whatever like that stuff. But you know what? You can't fucking please everybody, but you can try to please some people every year. And I was always hoping that Metallica was going to be on there, or Slayer, or somebody one year, just to really fucking, like, uh, you know, give us some oomph. They never fucking did it. Uh, they might one day. Who knows? Probably not. Uh, or hip-hop. Um... Because, you know, when I when I think of football and stuff, I think of either hard rock and heavy metal or or rap or hip hop, you know. Um, and I gotta say, when I found out about this year's halftime show, I I was in shock. I had no idea what was going on. I did like I said, I didn't watch the fucking game. Um, so I had no idea what was what the what the dealio was. And then I saw a video. Uh, and it showed uh, uh, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg and then 50 Cent, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, uh, Kendrick Lamar. Um, it, it was pretty badass in my opinion. Uh, I enjoyed it. It was cool. Um, of course, you know, haters are going to hate. And, you know, I've seen all the, the comments and stuff on different um, posts or whatever, bad-mouthing certain aspects of it and shit, you know. Oh, they're too old. They just need to just hang it up. Blah, blah, blah. Man, fuck off. You know? And the most of these motherfuckers that are saying this shit are like these fucking young-ass little motherfuckers who weren't even fucking, like, they were still a fucking... They were still in their daddy's nutsack when Dr. Dre came out, when Snoop Dogg came out. You know what I mean? Like, fuck off. Okay? And everybody wants to bitch because if you didn't see it, when they had a whole setup, they had, um, like, uh, uh, tour trucks, like, like tour, like, stuff, like, but there was, like, different scenes. Like, they had it, like, opened up on the side. It was pretty crazy. Go check it out. But um, when 50 Cent came out, which shocked the fuck out of everybody because I didn't think he fucking did rap anymore. Um he came out and did uh, uh, In the Club, which was like one of his biggest fucking hits. Uh, and in the video, he's hanging upside down. Okay? They decided he was going to hang upside down for this and do the first the first verse. People were talking about, oh, he's you know, out of breath, blah, blah, blah. Motherfucker is hanging out. He's hanging upside down. He's not no spring chicken no more. I mean, yeah, he's in pretty good shape, whatever, but he's a bigger guy these days. 
Um, yeah, you know, I get. I, I'm not even. A, I'm not even a huge Fifty Cent fan, but I give the motherfucker credit. Um, you know, I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a big Mary Mary J. Blige fan. I give her a lot of fucking credit. She has a beautiful fucking voice. Just her music just never really spoke to me. Um, I never, never, I never really, never really cared. When she was out, it was. Like, if it came out now, I'd probably give it more of a, a shot. Maybe I should go back and listen to it. I don't know. Um, but when all that stuff was coming out, I wasn't I wasn't listening to, you know, uh, female artists a lot. You know, I was a fucking kid. I wanted to listen to, like, angry dudes. You know what I mean? Like, I wanted to relate to that a little bit, you know. Um, but, you know, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg, I mean, shit, that... The Chronic and Doggy Style were two albums that didn't leave my fucking CD player um, for many, many months, okay, at, at points at a point in my life. Um, uh, I've always listened to either metal, you know, or, or heavy stuff, you know, or punk stuff, and, I, and, and rap. That's just how I've kind of always been. And, uh, and yeah, like, you know, in, in Eminem, you know, it was cool to see him up there doing his shit. You know, he did Lose Yourself, which was pretty cool. Because, um, fuck, when was the last time you saw him do a fucking live performance? VMAs? No, I'm sorry. He did, uh, oh shit, the Grammys, wasn't it? I think it were the Grammys where he uh, was on that fucking, that building that was really fucking high up there. And it made me, it freaked me the fuck out watching him do that up there, actually. Now, if you haven't seen that, it's pretty crazy. I'm pretty sure it was the Grammys a couple of years back. Um but so that, that was cool too. Everybody wants to bitch because of like he took a fucking like knee. Now look, I don't know the whole situation with certain things. I've been filled in um, on certain things. Uh, I got you know like people don't know why he kneeled. Uh, some say it's because um, of cap Nick, whatever I don't know who the fuck it is I don't I don't know fucking sports I don't know what the fuck that I don't know um I guess that's the guy that kneeled originally so I don't I don't fucking know I don't know the situation okay don't judge me whatever um and then there's other people that think that he was kneeling for Tupac because Dr. Dre at that moment sat down at the fucking piano and started playing the opening to I ain't mad at you um I think it was for Pac. I don't think it was it was for this other dude. I think it was for Pac. I mean, it was that moment, and Eminem was done, and he he kneeled down, and Dre started playing. It was beautiful, and everybody wants to blow it up out of fucking proportion. Like, it's it's ridiculous. Anybody will bitch about anything. I swear. Again, you can't please fucking everybody, right? Which is why they have different uh, different artists that come out for the fucking Super Bowl. You know, they still haven't touched down on fucking like metal now. You know, they got, they got, they, they did rap. They did the classic rap stuff. Now they can come and they can bring in Metallica, goddammit. Do something. Ooh, but Metallica, no, fuck off. It'd be awesome. It'd be fucking great. It would make fucking sense. Whatever. People are going to bitch. But I, I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was cool. Oh, yeah. And Kendrick Lamar, man. Uh, that guy's a fucking beast. Okay, I got into him um, a, a few years back. God, it's been it's been a while now, actually. But it's been it's been, it's been a few years back. I think it was when he put out his album "Damn," maybe, possibly. Um, 
Josh Ross, who, who plays guitar, um, among other things, in, in Bastard Sons of a Judas Goat with me, um, he's the one that introduced him to me. Um, and I, I really dug it. He's, he's different. He's got kind of a, ah, man, he's just, he's, he, he, he's, he's a few favorites wrapped into one the way his style is. He's dark with some things, you know, he's, he's, he's got a good flow. Uh, he speaks truth about a lot of shit. Like he's not like other rappers in a lot of ways. So like, you know, um, I dig him and I was glad they actually had him in that mix. Like that was pretty fucking cool if you ask me, you know what I mean? Um, so yeah. I just wanted to touch down on that a little bit because everybody's bitching about Eminem kneeling. Man, get the fuck over it. It was a good fucking performance. And also the fact of, um, I just want to throw out there, okay, bear with me on this. I'm going to light a cigarette here. All right. I'm going to take a swig of my beer. One of my friends was on the phone with me yesterday. And a family member of his a female family member, member of his, called him and wanted to bitch about the halftime show. Um, said she hated it. Again, you can't please everyone, uh, but it's really hard to please anybody, especially when they're fucking racist as shit. Because um, I know for a fact, we both, we both know for a fact, the reason this fucking person and his family um, was saying the things they were doing because they don't, they're, they're, they're fucking racist. Like, it's fucking shitty. Uh, so yeah. So if you're a fucking racist, you don't like black people, you don't like hip hop, whatever, and you just really didn't care for the fucking, uh, the halftime show because of, uh, you know, the black people out there, I don't know, having a great time and doing shit that we all fucking love when it comes down to people who actually appreciate talent, shit that we fucking grew up like, I don't know, you fucking old fucks. I know. I get it. Oh, well, you know, well, I'm just, uh, who gives a fuck? Fuck you. Oh, I know, it's it's not like Lady Gaga showing up, right? Because you can dig that. Well, you probably hate her too, right? Probably. Eh, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you, you fucking Nazi fucks. All you fucking racist pieces of shit, get over your fucking selves. Believe me, there's better people to fucking hate out there. There's better reasons to hate like people out there, not just because of the color of their skin. Thank you. Ugh. I just had to get that out for a second. Because that pissed me off. Because I think, I think it was a great job. I think it was fucking awesome. End of story, period. Eat a fucking dick. Shut the fuck up. Quit your inner dialogue, inner dialogue and fuck off. Okay? I've said my piece. Now piss off. Um, moving on to other things that really annoy me. Uh, this is actually, because like I said, I, I enjoyed the Super Bowl thing. But, but this is something I've wanted to bitch about for a minute now. Um, so the halftime show was uh, old school, real, to the core, uh, hip-hop. You know, Mary J. Blige, you know, soulful singer, you know, and you get some new school, like, you know, like, like, like Kendrick. Um, But let's, let's talk about for a second, um, this horrible trend these days. Um, A lot of, a lot of, a lot of rap artists are confused about this shit too. I've seen, I've I've seen everybody from Snoop Dogg and Eminem and a bunch of other people trying to figure out what the fuck's going on with hip-hop these days. Uh, If you look at hip-hop the last fucking 20 years, boy, what a fucking change. Um, It seems like anybody can call themselves a fucking rapper. 
you know, uh, especially if you have money. If you're just giving money, and yeah, let's talk about the Island Boys, shall we? Yeah, let's let's talk about them fucks for a second. Okay, these fucking guys. I don't know much about them. All I know is, it, uh, they're they're douchebags. They look like idiots. Um, I'm all about self self expression. I'm all about you know tattoos, piercings, the way you want to wear your hair, whatever the fuck. But these guys are just goofy. Okay, um, they and the thing is, what makes me mad about them is they take themselves incredibly seriously. They're incredibly serious. They they've been on interviews. They've gotten fucking pissed off at people. They talk about how they they're thugging, they're thugging. They can't say this, da da da, like whatever the fuck. They're rolling in fucking dough. I don't know fucking how. Okay, you've heard me on this on the show before talk about how dumbed down fucking society is, right? This fucking proves it. I'm an alien boy. Shut the fuck up. This they even were booked at a fucking like a hip hop show and were booed off stage because they were trying to do that fucking song and nobody cared. They're a joke. They think they're bigger than they really are. The only reason people do cameo and all that shit with those guys is because they think they're funny. Society, quit fucking feeding into this bullshit. Seriously. Do we really need to fucking spawn the next island, boys? Like, it's a trend on fucking TikTok to fucking do fucking parodies of these... These fucking morons, okay? You know, it's it's it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's now a classic clip. Classic. Fucking eat my ass. It's these two fucking jagoffs, fucking like in a pool... And they're 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 talking about how they're island boys. I'm a I'm a I'm a gonna island boy. I'm a, I'm a gonna. What do you mean you're gonna island boy? What is that? What does that mean? What is island boying? What is that? I'm gonna island boy. I'm an island boy. Just trying to be. Well, no, fuck off. It's fucking horrible. You're a fucking joke. Sit the fuck down, idiot. The shit really pisses me off because it pisses me off. There's so many great artists out there. Hip hop, punk. Uh, uh, soul. I mean, everything. Like country. I mean, everything. You know, metal. Everything. There's so many different artists out there that are that are, that are putting their blood, sweat, tears, and come into what they're fucking putting out, and people are fucking ignoring it. While fucking idiots over here, like the Island Boys, making goddamn money. Again, I don't know how. Nobody fucking like takes them seriously. How the fuck are they making so much money? Because they come from rich fucking families. That's fucking why. They run around with their fucking money and they oh yo I'm thugging, I'm thugging. Dude, we can see your fucking like bright pink fucking like boxers poking out of fucking ass because you have your fucking pants all the way down to your goddamn knees. Fuck off. Stupid ass fucking porcupine fucking haircut. Who you fuck you like fucking Bart Simpson's fucking like I don't know, degenerate fucking twin. Tattoos all over your fucking face. Look, I don't have a problem with tattoos on your face. It's fine, okay? Tattoo your face the fuck up. But keep in mind, if it looks fucking shitty, people are going to make fun of you. That's become a trend lately, too. That fucking blows my mind. Let's cover your fucking face up. So when you're fucking 90 years old, if you fucking make it, because let's be fucking like honest here, Island Boys, I'm waiting for the fucking call. Did you hear about the Island Boys? They were fucking gang fucked by a bunch of fucking like prison inmates because they made a fucking boo-boo. They were killed, brutally murdered, slaughtered, gunned down while they're at the bank. Who cares? Fuck them. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying, but, but Chuck, you, they're just, they're just island boys. They're just an island boy. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, well, I'm just an angry, angry fucking man, okay? But yeah, fucking Hollywood. It fucking pisses me off. Pisses me off that I even need to fucking bitch about this shit. You probably fucking agree. How can you not fucking agree? Jesus Christ. It's fucking horrible. I've spoken too much already about them. If you don't know who the Island Boys are, I'm sure you'll come across it. I'm not going to tell you to go like watch anything from them. You'll come across it. You'll see it. Because I'm not going to support that shit. It's trash. It's fucking garbage. Just like half the quote-unquote hip-hop artists out there these days. They're not hip-hop artists. They're morons. Okay? They can't fucking rap. Mumble rapping? What the fuck is that? Hip-hop had a fucking meaning when it came out. And you motherfuckers are just using it as an excuse to flash your goddamn like chains and bracelets and your money and your really ridiculous outfits. People wanted to bitch back in the day. People sagging their fucking pants. Which, yeah, if you sag it too bad, it looks fucking horrible. It just, whatever. But these days, man, like, come on. What is this shit? Everybody, like, these fucking rappers, like, they're fucking, like, neon fucking hair clips and fucking... I don't fucking even know. Jesus Christ. Like, people like Lil Xan. Oh, God, I'm on a rant here. Here we go. People like Lil Xan. Sucks. He's not a good rapper. He's a fucking moron, okay? Because of people like like some of these fucking new school mumble rapping fucking idiots, you got a bunch of fucking clones all over the fucking place who think they have talent because they're doing the exact same things these talented fucks, these talentless fucks are doing. Quit feeding in to the bullshit, America. Quit giving these motherfuckers reason to fucking spout their goddamn shit off. Stop it. Stop supporting it. Why? Your fucking kids are going to listen to this shit. Do you want that shit in your fucking house? Oh, but I like it. I like this stuff. It's it. No, fuck off. Fuck you. Quit listening to me right now. If you fucking like that shit, fuck off. Go away. Next. <sighs> Moving on. Um, couple little things here. <laughs> you know what? You know. You know what? Okay. All right. Uh, so much ranting. So much ranting. Um, I this isn't really a rant. I'm just gonna throw this out there. Uh. Red Hot Chili Peppers put out a new, uh, they're, they're putting out a new album. Uh, I heard the new single the other day, um, and it's garbage. Uh, no shock, because Red Hot Chili Peppers have been garbage for a long time now. Um, no offense to the band themselves, Chad Smith, Flea, are a great rhythm section. Um, they're, 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 they're awesome. The, whoever's playing guitar for them at the time, they always do a good job. Anthony Kiedis gets on my fucking nerves. And I, I'm so fucking tired of seeing his goddamn stupid fucking, like, pedophile-looking mustache. Fuck that guy. Oh, but Chili Peppers, yeah, Chili Peppers used to be good. They used to have some good shit back in the day when they were actually funky. Okay? Their last really good album was Blood Sugar Sex Magic. All right? Oh, but Californication, yeah, Californication had some good songs on it. It was all right, but it wasn't a great album. By the way, it had some good songs on it. Not a great album. And everything after that is just garbage. Garbage, 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 trash. Uh, so that was just, I just wanted to get that out of the way. Fuck Chili Peppers. Um, but a couple of things that are kind of interesting um, that I, I've i discovered lately. That I've been, well, not really discovered, but, um, well, yeah, I guess, because I, I didn't know it was really a thing. Um, I've been watching that show Bel Air. If you're not familiar with Bel Air is, um, it is the 
the show that retells, it's like a reboot, um, a remake of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but instead of it being a, a family-friendly, somewhat family-friendly uh, comedy, um, it is a very, very serious drama. I didn't realize that was the, the case. I thought it was just going to be like, you know, a bunch of stupid up-and-coming actors fucking being goofy and stupid. Nope. This has a really serious fucking like backdrop to it. Um, it's not bad. It's interesting. I didn't know what to fucking expect. You know what I mean? Like, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Serious? I don't know. Well, let's watch. And I found myself watching all three episodes that, that are on Peacock right now. Um, it's weird. So weird. Um, and if you haven't checked it out yet, I'm going to go ahead and warn you. Uh, Carlton on there um, is the worst character I've seen in a long time on a TV show. He is so fucking annoying. Carlton was fun-loving, uh, nerdy, um, you know, rich kid in the original show. In this one, he's a pill-snorting uh, asshole. He's a douchebag. He's, he's a complete fucking Richie fucking douchebag. Um, and I can't stand him. And I think what, the more I watch the show, the more I'm going to just hate this fucking character. Uh, which is probably what they're going for. I'm sure there'll be some kind of uh, uh, comeback to it all where, you know, he ends up being not so bad. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, that was just that was just something that I, uh, I, I watched recently. And I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, one thing I am curious about. Um, in the next couple of days, Netflix will be putting out the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. Now, I'm a huge Texas Chainsaw Massacre fan. I have Leatherface tattooed on me. I, it's my favorite movie, um, for many reasons. But, uh, the franchise has been back and forth for a little while now. Um, the original is my favorite I love the second one. I love the third one. <clears throat> the fourth one's fun. Um, after that, they had the remakes. Uh, they had the remake, and then they had uh, the beginning, which those those weren't bad. Those were good. Um, then they put out Leatherface, which was the name of part three, and they put this one out. And they shouldn't have called it anything they have to do with, with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <clears throat> I didn't really care for it that much. Um, but I feel like I'm forgetting one of them. Ah, Texas Chainsaw. Texas Chainsaw. I, I, I like Texas Chainsaw. Um, it didn't make a whole lot of goddamn sense. It really didn't. It didn't, didn't make a whole bunch of sense. The, the whole time period and it just, yeah. Uh, but that's what I'm talking about right now. The new Texas Chainsaw Massacre that's going to be on Netflix. Now, when they first said they were putting out a new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, uh, my thought was, uh, okay, all right, I'll check it out. Um, we'll, we'll give it a shot. The trailer looks pretty interesting um, for it. Well, I've watched two trailers for it now. And so as an old school Texas Chainsaw fan, uh, you know, I've been excited about it. Well, one of my friends, we were talking about this last night, um, about how we're, we're kind of yeah, unsure about it. Well, he showed me an article today that kind of makes me think that I'm going to probably hate it. 
Which I know I got to watch it first, and it could, it, I mean, I could end up really liking it. <clears throat> but apparently, it originally was supposed to be in theaters. They had some director issues. They like like they had two directors that quit or some shit. Um, there was a whole bunch of shit that was going on with it. But um, they had had that happen. Uh, they did like a, a test screening for a bunch of people, and, and like I think a couple of times for two different groups or something, and and it fell flat with everybody. Yeah, I don't know. If they just got the wrong people to watch it, or maybe they got the right people in there, and those people were like, "That eh, this sucks." Um, which worries me. I'm hoping it's just one of those things where um, they had people that don't like gore or they don't like horror or whatever, and that's why they didn't like it. Um, a lot of people are curious about this and uh, and worried, <laughs> to say the least. Um, but I'm, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm excited to watch it. I really am. Um, just out of curiosity, I'm going to be pretty pissed if it really sucks. But, uh, but yeah, so they had a lot of issues and because of the, um, uh, the screenings not doing so well, that's why Netflix has it now. So that doesn't give me a whole lot of hope for things, but I'll keep my fingers crossed and hope for the best. Yeah. You know, I think this is a good point. For a musical break. Um, so, enjoy some uh, tunes. Some tunage. Um, and when we come back, a new segment I like to call Nasty's Music Award. So, come back and find out who I'm talking about.
Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. That was horrible. Why would I do that to you? Anyway, as you know, I'm Chuck Nasty. I uh, hope you enjoyed what I just played. Um, so, yeah, here's something I was thinking about. Um, I don't have enough segments. I don't have enough things to really put, you know, on a schedule of what I'm going to talk about sometimes. Sometimes I'm just random as fuck. And every now and then I get that the itch at my ass to be a little bit more, I don't know, professional about it or um, more organized, I guess, whatever. Um, but I thought it'd be kind of fun because I like to talk about music. I like to talk about bands. I like to talk about horror. I like to do all kinds of shit. So the Nasty Music Award. This is going to be something I'm going to do every now and then where I pick a band for, th- throughout the time um, that uh, that I think maybe hasn't got the respect they deserve or maybe they, they, they have an underground following that's 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 pretty huge. I don't know. Okay? Just a band that I really like respect, artists that I really respect that I think deserves a little bit of re- recognition sometimes uh, to not be forgotten. Okay? Um, and... The band that I've chosen um, is a band that came up multiple times uh, earlier tonight. Um, I did an episode of uh, the Video Store Clerks. And the band Fear came up at least three or four times. Um, I mentioned um, the movie Clue. Or are you talking about the movie Clue? Mm-hmm. I mentioned Lee Ving, uh, lead singer of Fear, playing Mr. Body in that. And that just ended up, everything we were talking about ended up being, it all went back to fear. And it got me thinking. I was like, you know what? I, I, I like the band Fear. I've liked, I liked them for a while. They're just, they're fun. They're just, you, you put them on and just like you, you can't help but to dig it. You know what I mean? And the shit fucking gets stuck in your head. Uh, good old rock and roll. Good old punk rock. Um, so I guess fear and leaving, since leaving is the, uh, uh, the last member, he's the, the the last original member um, of the band, which, you know, rightfully so. <clears throat> but, uh, but yeah, Fear and Leaving, get the award. Um, they were an L.A. band back in the day, uh, in the 70s. They started in 1977. Uh, Flea, actually, you know how I went on about how I hate Chili Peppers, so we're going to go back to that real quick. Before Flea was in the Chili Peppers, he was in, he was in Fear for a split second on bass. Um, and then he left and then was in Chili Peppers. Um, if I read that correctly, I'm pretty sure that's how it went. Um, so I already knew about that, but still. Um, the band has always been, um, they've always had the track record for being, you know, hard drinking, hard partying, we'll kick your fucking ass in. Um, you know, fucking, you know, LA dudes, you know? Um, and they're just, they're, they're fun. Like I said, their music's fucking great. Uh, there's some fun stories. Uh, one thing is the, how I heard about this band. Uh, I know a lot of people heard about him from Tony Hawk, from the game, because uh, the song's on there, um, which I thought was pretty cool that Fear was on there. It makes perfect sense. Good skate music. Um, not that I was ever very good at it. I, I, thought, I thought I could be a good skater, and uh, turns out I'm a much better drummer. Um, but anyway... Uh, when I first when I first saw them, it was when I was getting into punk rock, and me and my friends were watching. You know, we were, we would find these documentaries, all this stuff, and uh, the documentary "The Decline of the we- of Western Civilization." 
uh, which it, it was it, it showcased uh, the germs, um, fear. Um, fuck, who else was in that? That's horrible. It's been years since I've seen that, but it's a fun one. Uh, and those those are the most memorable things for me is uh, is fear and uh, uh, the germs. Pretty 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 crazy couple of bands there. Um, but I really liked them. Uh, I really liked them a lot. And that's when I also found out that my favorite movie, one of my favorite movies growing up, Clue, that Mr. Body was leaving. Um, I was like, man, that lead singer looks really fucking familiar. Because what? Because what? Uh, West, uh, the decline of Western civilization. What it is? Because there's there was three there was three movies of these, um, but uh, this one um, was it was the OG and basically the the director Penelope. Um, I can't remember her last fucking name, but uh, I think she passed away recently actually. But she wanted to put on a show for this documentary she was doing about these certain bands. Um, oh, Black Flag. My bad. Black Flag was on it, too. The, uh, the, the original line of Black World. One of the original lineups of Black Flag when they, uh, Ron Ray's uh, was the, uh, the vocalist originally. Um, they're on there, too. You can't forget about Black Flag, man. Um, which, apparently, I did for a split second, but I remembered them. Damn it. Um, but she put <coughs> the show together uh, to showcase all these bands. <clears throat> it shows her talking to the guys in Black Flag at their practice area slash where they were, they were living at the time. Um, I know at least Ron Rays was living in a fucking closet. Um, they um, they were talking to... Uh, they, they, they went and they hung out with the germs. Uh, you got to see Darby Crash, how he, how he was. Um, definitely, he, he, was, he was a definite character. Um, and... And fear, they kind of did a little interview thing with with, with fear, um, and it was fucking wicked. And you know, I love living. If you know, I love living in the city. You know, which was on the Tony Hawk soundtrack um, as well. Um, but that beef bologna, uh, my baby. You know, um, it's it's good shit. I mean, it really is. Um, and then also. Uh, uh, Oh, what is that fucking song? New York is... New York is fine if you like saxophones or something. Um, and that's where uh, the bass player ends up picking up a saxophone. And I think Lee Veen plays... Like, he takes over bass and vocals on that song. But it's 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 pretty badass. Um, but another cool thing about, about Fear is the fact that... Uh, they were on SNL. They were on Saturday Night Live at one time. It was a Halloween special. Um, and John Belushi's the reason why they were on there. Uh, he got into the punk scene. Um, he liked a lot, a lot of the bands that were coming out. And Fear was one of his favorites. Um, he wanted Fear to be on the soundtrack for one of his movies called Neighbors. Um, and that fell through. The director was not going to allow that to happen. Um, so he was able to get Lorne Michaels to sign off on letting them play uh, Saturday Night Live for the Halloween special, which was hosted by Donald Pleasance. Um, if you don't know who Donald Pleasance was, he was Dr. Loomis in the Halloween films. Um, and just a great actor who's played in many different movies. Um, but when they played 
um, their 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 songs. They played. Um, uh, I don't care about you, which is a classic. Um, Beef Baloney, and they played. I think the saxophone one they played or something. They played like three or four different songs or some shit um, when they did this. But they brought a bunch of punk rockers with them. Um, Ian McKay or McKay, McKay, whatever from Minor Threat was the, it was was in the crowd um, of, of the little of the fucking slam dancers. Um, a dude from Negative Approach was in. It was also in attendance as a, in that group. Um, and basically, they trashed the place. Uh, punk rockers acting like how, punk rockers acting how punk rockers act, um, and it, it, they they fucked up the set real bad. They, you know, it's pretty pretty hectic. You can watch you can watch the uh, the clips of it on YouTube, which is uh, always fun for a watch. Um, see the craziness that went on. But apparently, I guess uh, Lorne Michaels was not very happy. Banned the band, um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I guess the footage was used because Donald Pleasance. I remember uh, in the videos, you, you could see he he announces the band. He's like, "Fia." Um, it was a Halloween episode. I mean, it's fucking cool, you know. But I always got a kick out of that shit. I think Fear's a great band. Um, their album, the record, it was their debut album. Uh, it's it's a classic. It really is. I mean, it, it's from front to back. It's a, it's a good fucking album. Um, then they came out with more beer. And then they came out with Have Another Beer with Fear. And then they put out another album called American Beer. Um, so I'll drink to that. They're a band that likes their beer. I can't uh, I can't say anything wrong about that. Um, but yeah, so I uh, I want to give uh, there's no there's nothing to actually give, but I want to I want to give the award uh, Chuck Nasty's first annual award uh, for, for, or the, the nasty music award. First one goes to fear and leaving. Uh, John nasty says, check them out. If you've never heard them. If you like punk rock, if you like, if you like the, the good straight to the, the point kind of like shit. And if you like really funny, dirty lyrics, um, uh, these guys, these guys are shit, man. Um, and Lee Ving, he did a, 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 back when quarantine and stuff, uh, when old Rona came into our lives a few years back, um, there was a lot of, a lot of musicians that were getting together and doing these videos where, you know, there'd be a bass player that's in fucking Sacramento and another, uh, you know, a guitar player or a drummer that's in fucking Florida somewhere. And then somebody else is in Mississippi, you know, and they all played together on these things well um charlie Be- charlie benante uh joey uh shit i'm drawing a fucking blank well the bass player oh uh scott bellows is this his fucking name i think it's his fucking name the bass player for anthrax and scott ian from anthrax um Got together and teamed up with Lee Ving to do one of these videos. And they did, uh, well, just one of my favorites and one of everybody's favorite that listens to Fear. Uh, I don't care about you. And it was badass. It was fucking killer. Check it out. It's great. Hell, I might actually play it. Yeah, I'm going to see if I can find it and see if I can uh, 
get it on this episode for you. If I can, I'm going to play nothing but fear, if you haven't noticed already, because hopefully that's what's happened. If I played something other than fear, it means I was having some technical difficulties and had to pick something else. But hopefully that's what you've been hearing, is fear. Uh, but yeah, so fear gets that one. Fear's great. Fear's badass. Uh, you know, that also like that also kind of leads me into another, another realm here. Uh, you know, punk rock. Um, it's funny to me, because, you know, I get stuck, like I'm sure many of you do, I get stuck in these fucking uh, loopholes, not loopholes, but these fucking uh, downward spirals in fucking YouTubeville, uh, where I find different music videos, di- di- you know, different instructional videos, different documentaries, different shit, you know what I mean, different bands, uh, which is all fun and dandy, you know, I do all this shit, whatever, but... I find these, you know, as a drummer, I watch a lot of videos of different people and seeing their styles and where they come, you know, where, where they're coming from when they're they're playing drums. Um, and I came, I've come across a couple like this, and it was some with guitar and stuff too, just different things. Um, one thing I, I, I want to say is, I came across this drummer the other day on YouTube. Uh, I can't remember his fucking name. A good drummer, you know. Um, and he was showing like, a very professional setup studio. His drums and everything sounded fucking amazing. Um, he's sitting there in his fucking, you know, little punk rock hat. Uh, and his punk rock shorts. And, uh, you know, he's probably, I don't know, I, I don't know how old the guy is. He's, he's, he's younger than me. Has to be younger than me. I'd say he's probably in his fucking early 20s, mid 20s, something like that. Because there's no fucking way this guy fucking. Anyway, he was in, he was showing how you can play a good punk beat, you know, play like different 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 you know basic punk beats, you know, because you get the you know that kind of thing. Um, and he was showing just different techniques of playing punk rock on drums. And he was mentioning some bands, and the way that he he talked about it just bugged the fuck out of me. Um, he was like, you know, you want to you want to play punk like you know. Um, he said, you're going to play like, you know, like, like the real punk, you know, the real hardcore stuff, you know, and he started playing Blink-182 and was talking about, um, you know, just a bunch of pop punk bands. Now, granted, I mean, I like some of that shit too, don't get me wrong, but, you know, when I think hardcore punk, I don't think Blink-182, I don't think, um... I don't think of the offspring. I don't think of, uh, uh, green day. I don't think, you know, any of that shit. I don't call it hardcore. But is it punk? It's punk. Yeah. It's a, it's a certain type of punk. Yeah. Um, but you know, when I think punk, I think, you know, fear and black flag, dead Kennedys, bad brains. And, uh, fuck. I mean, the, the circle jerks, misfits, um, you know, Gigi Allen, anti-scene, Ramones, uh, the list goes on and on and on. Negative approach, poison idea, agnostic front, um, you know that kind of shit. You know I don't use the word hardcore punk when I'm talking about. Uh, hey, you remember that Blue Twenty Two album? 
That was a great hardcore punk album. No one's ever fucking said that in a minute. And if you have or ever heard anybody uh, say such words out of their fucking cocksuckers, uh, correct them really quick, please. And if you don't correct them, that means that you feel the same way and you can get the fuck out of here, too. <laughs> that was aggressive. I'm sorry. But I just feel strongly about that shit. It pisses me off. You know? It does. It's not saying anything bad about all these bands, but... There was a certain time period where punk rock music got really, uh, you know, poppy. It did. It got really fucking poppy. Um, you know, and some and some of these, there's some bands out there that are considered like pop punk. Well, I would consider just a punk band. You know what I mean? Like you're talking about Green Day. Green Day's a punk band. Um, I haven't liked anything they've put out since Nimrod. Um, to be perfectly honest. Um, but they were a punk band. They were. Uh, God, now they're just, uh, they're just a rock band, you know. Which, I mean, they're always punk rock, whatever the fuck, but uh, now they're just a rock band, you know what I mean? Like, the the punk, the, it's it's not what it was. You know, you go back and listen to, to albums like, you know, Slappy Hours and Kerplunk and uh, Dookie and Insomniac and Nimrod. Listen to those albums. Those albums, you know, especially Insomniac, that's, one of my, that's probably my favorite album from Green Day. Because it, it does have a uh, it, it does have a real good punk feel to it. It's fast. It's aggressive. It's you know it's cool. I dig it. Um, but like then you got these fucking bands that came out. Uh, fucking Simple Plan. Blah. Fucking Good Charlotte. Eat a dick. Bands like that, man. You know, Bowling for Soup. Shut the fuck up. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, you know, everybody's got their own singing voice and show it that. And I get that, you know. But the whole thing where everybody talks like this and everybody sings like this, it's kind of annoying. Like, I know that Blickway, too, like, you know, kind of with Tom DeLogue and his, his, his vocals back in the day, like, that's kind of how it was. It worked for them, but then everybody fucking, I don't know. Punk rock, but, you know, kind of just kind of like hip hop. Like, I went on my fucking rant earlier about fucking hip hop and how it is these days. At one time, fucking hip hop. Had a fucking meaning. It was more than just bitches and hoes and look how much money I've got. It was like, hey, this is where I come from. This is what I'm dealing with. You know, that's why when it comes to hip hop, that's why I like Kevin Gates. That's why I like Kendrick Lamar. These motherfuckers are real. You know, um, just like with fucking like, you know, punk rock stuff. It went from having a goddamn meaning with certain things. I mean, there was there was like, you were taking stances. Not, I mean, you don't have to be political. With punk rock, you don't have to be political. Like I said, I like a lot of like these bands, you know, Lagwagon and shit like that, man. You know, like I was into all that shit. You know, but hardcore is a word that you shouldn't just throw the fuck around. It's like the word love. Everybody just loves everybody these days. Everybody just loves everybody. And that's part of the fucking problem. Because everybody just loves everybody. Let's just love everybody. How about you kiss my dick? I hate that asshole over there. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. God damn it. Chuck Nasty's on a fucking rant again. Cover your ears. It's only going to get worse.
Welcome back. Ah, feels good to do another episode. Like I said, man, it's been nuts. Been a lot going on. It's been insane the last few months. I mean, here we are in February. And, you know, my my life kind of did a fucking 180, you know, about what, seven, eight months ago now. And it just got weirder. Um, Christmas wasn't the same. New Year's wasn't the same. Uh, my birthday was a blast, but it, it, it was still different, but it was, it was a good time. Um, been battling with, uh, to be perfectly honest, getting serious here for a second. I've uh, been battling with, uh, you know, some depression, depression issues, financial issues, um, and things of that nature and, uh, trying to just be the best dad I can be. It's just me and my son, you know? Um, and trying to do everything I can. It's just, it's a stress. So sometimes I don't, uh, I don't feel like putting out a nasty nation episode every week. I wish that I could, but sometimes there's so much shit needs to be, that needs to be done and taken care of that by, by the time that, you know, my son goes to bed and, and I can have moments like this where I can, uh, get on here and, and, and kill an episode and, and get something out. Um, a lot of times I'm too fucking worn out mentally. I'm drained. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I got some motivation to do this earlier, uh, after doing, um, uh, a couple of, uh, podcast related things and earlier, I was like, you know what? I want to do nasty nation episode. So thank you for listening. I appreciate it. It means a lot to me. Um, I'm hoping, like I said, uh, to get some graveyard talk in here soon. We, we know that we know the next topic, uh, which I'm not going to tell you, you can tune in, listen to that episode when we get it out, but when we do it. <laughs> first off we haven't done it yet uh, but hopefully in the next couple of days we'll be taking care of that uh, don't forget about the uh, the kickstarter for our uh, from Tales of the Podcast slash 2G1C for our comic book Tales of Shock and Terror um, go check us out on uh, on Facebook uh, Instagram something like that you can get all the information on our Facebook uh, I'm going to post all the Nasty Nation uh, shit and just all those pages as well, so you can learn about uh, how you can get some cool shit. Uh, help us get this fucking comic book out, man. Uh, it's been put out by Cutthroat Comics, and we're pretty fucking excited. Um, yeah, so go check that shit out. Uh, Bastard Sons of Judas Go, like I said, we got a couple of shows coming up. Um, go check that shit on our page. Uh, if you haven't ever listened to us, uh, you can find stuff on our page. You can find live videos of what other pretty cool. Uh, you can go to YouTube, and you can find live stuff on there. It's pretty cool. You can find our albums on there. Um, you can go on Spotify and, uh, and and get all our albums on there and shit. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's that's what's going on. That's that. Um, there was something else. I think I feel like there was something else that I wanted to want to touch on real quick before before I call it good but I guess not hmm oh well but I'm glad to do this I'm really glad to do this it's nice it's therapeutic um, you know if you if you could actually make it through an episode and, and hear me rain and raving then good on you plan on doing more baby plan on doing more
Uh, but yeah, so I guess, I guess this is my conclusion. Um, a little bit of a recap. Um, the Super Bowl halftime show was good. Quit your inner dialogue. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the new one coming out, is questionable. Island boys just need to fall down a well and uh, and just disappear. I'm not saying they have to die. I'm just saying they just need to go uh, in a well to where they uh, they can sing their stupid fucking song uh, to themselves until they uh, they had to re- resort to cannibalism and eating each other. That's all I'm saying. Um, the show Bel Air, pretty interesting. Give it a watch. Uh, Chili Peppers blow. They're garbage. They've been garbage for a while. Um, the band Fear is amazing, and you should listen to everything they have out. And God damn it, I'm Chuck Nasty, and this has been Nasty Nation. Thank you very much once again for listening. I'm going to hope to get more of these fucking episodes out soon. And, uh, yeah. I say yeah a lot, don't I? It's a filler. It's a fucking filler. I hate that. Anyway. Piss off. Talk to you later. Good night. So this is an update real quick. So I was going through and I was looking up some things that I might have said earlier that were wrong. And one thing that I had wrong was talking about leaving uh, and the guys from Anthrax. Um, the bass player was not Frank Bellows um, <clears throat> from Anthrax. It was actually uh, um, Danny Liker uh, from uh, Brutal Truth, uh, Nuclear Assault. He was in Anthrax for a while back in the day. Um, Yeah, so just a little bit of a correction there. Have a good night.